As we build out our collections over the years, we acquire some really awesome pieces that we're able to curate to build the collection. Maybe it's a goal that you set out to achieve to be the best collector of a certain talent or maybe a specific set. Other times, these pieces end up in our collections kind of by happenstance. These become key cornerstone pieces for our collections. But sometimes, the day comes when those cards that you have thought you would never part with end up in the hands of another fellow collector. What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling With Cards, the podcast. I'm your host, Zan. You can check me out on social platforms at Zan Morning. So today, I want to talk about a recent event. That event, selling a card that I never thought I would. We always hear people talk about this process. But now that I've been through it, I thought it would be cool to kind of talk through that process on this podcast. And maybe it will help you in a similar situation of a card that maybe you're considering selling or... Maybe it is a card that you never think you're going to sell ever. It's that coffin card. But yet, maybe you'll think about this episode if that day ever comes. But before we dive into that topic, just a few reminders of how you can help show your support for this show and any other content that I put out. Hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this on and leave me a review. Let other people know about this podcast. Spread the word. That's the best way to kind of grow the community of listeners here for the show. And make sure to check out the links in the show notes to all the other ways you can show your support. The YouTube channel, Patreon, eBay store, social links are down there, and much more. So I like to do my best to keep my PC as small and mighty as possible. I want to keep the things that are most important to me personally and weed out the stuff that, you know, eh, it's cool, but it just doesn't hit me like it used to or doesn't really fit me and my personality as much. And I've spoke about my core PC before in the past. But for the sake of this episode, here's a refresher. I'm trying to build out the biggest and baddest Carrying Cross Super Collection in the world. I have a complete Wrestling All-Star set that I bought a few years back from Matt Cardona, of all people, and I'm slowly upgrading those copies to signed copies and then getting those graded. I also have been working on an ECW Auto project, basically trying to get one autograph of everybody that ever made an appearance for ECW, from managers to big-name wrestlers, all the way down to, you know, referees and promoters. And I'm talking about the original ECW, not WWECW, forget that. And then there's the leftovers, the extra one-off cool pieces that mean things to me in one way, shape, or form. Stuff I've talked about before that may fit into that category or stuff like, you know, my Little Rock PC that I've got going, the Hogan PMG the office autographs, and other just kind of random one-offs like a Henry Rollins auto or my Chevy Chase National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Day card auto, stuff like that. It all means something to me, and I think they're all cool, but typically, if I've got to let something go, that kind of category is the first things to go. And recently, I found myself in a spot that I had to let one of these cards go. And maybe I didn't necessarily have to let it go, but I did for a few different reasons. Let's talk about it. So the card... Get ready for this one. 1985 OPG Vince McMahon Hulk Hogan Dual Autograph. I did a whole video on this card that you can check out in the archives of my YouTube channel. This card is truly a rare item. And not just the card, I mean mine specifically. To my knowledge, from talking to other collectors and from what I've seen, there are only two of these cards exist. Two, well, well, I should say, that have surfaced. Although, as we know, that number can change based on how many more are discovered. Who knows? And both guys are still alive, so I mean, it's hypothetically possible that you could take this card and have both of them sign it. But this card to me is just a great snapshot of two names that are most responsible for mainstream wrestling that we saw now to this day, but it really boomed in the 80s. 
And my card was hand-signed by both, authenticated by SGC in that old-school SGC label. So it's a rare card, and I absolutely love it. So why would I sell this card? Well, as I stated earlier, my focus is on the Cross Collection, the All-Star Set, and the ECW Autos. After that, everything is always up for a debate, and I had a random life circumstance kind of pop up, in a good way though, and I decided that I needed to take some chips off the table, so to speak, and try to push this life situation forward even more. Most of the time when I'm selling cards, it's to put that money directly back into other cards. However, this marks only the second time that I've ever straight up sold a PC item for cash and then used that cash for non-hobby purposes. So I chose this card because I knew that I would probably have a few buyers immediately interested and that they would pay strong prices and have cash ready to go. That's one of the biggest advantages, actually, of making relationships in the hobby. You know, posting the cards that you collect and that you like on social leads to learning about other sets, other things people collect. The next thing you know, you're trading DMs or Instagram messages. And you, you just build these relationships with people, knowing what they like, what they don't like, what... You know, are they low ballers? Are they really paying strong on things? Are they up for trade? Are they just cash only? Like you learn these things so when opportunities happen like this, you're ready to go and you already know what to do. So I got a buyer lined up in a matter of minutes with an offer on the table. And the first thing I thought about was, if I do sell this card, I'll most likely never be able to get this card again. And that's something that, you know, we, we hear people talk about, can, can you immediately go out and buy that card again? And if so, well, just, you know, take the money, buy it back later at a cheaper price. But this one is not the case. I really don't think I'll ever be able to own this one again. And then I had to consider the offer that was given to me. And was it too low? Should I hold on to this card for the future value or take what I can get right now because I have an opportunity and I could use that cash for that opportunity? And did the pros outweigh the cons when it comes to actually selling this overall? Did the reason that I needed the cash outweigh having that card in my collection? Ultimately, for numerous reasons, the answer was yes. So off it went to a new home and to a great collector. So that card is gone, most likely never to be seen by me again. It must mean that I'm not a true collector, right? Because I'm not holding on to every single thing in my PC, and all of the cards I own are not coffin cards. What I can do is I can say that it was fun that I owned this card at one point, and I'm glad I did that video on my YouTube channel, so I kind of have that archival memory of what it does. I mean, you know, wrestling cards in general are full of memories, but here I have the video memory of the card, and it's going to take me back to this moment and this stepping stone. So how have I handled letting a card of that magnitude go like that? It's been great, actually. I haven't looked back at all. In fact, I've only been looking forward, looking forward to some fun new opportunities in life that maybe this is going to help provide. I can't quite talk about it just yet, but the sell of this card, like I said, is one of the steps in that direction. From a collection standpoint, I now need to go out and get a Vince McMahon auto to fill that void. And I've been looking at the transcendent and fully loaded autos. I personally like those cards better than this one that I sold anyway from an image perspective. And while it might not have that cultural impact, like I said, of having Hogan and Vince on an 80s card during the 80s boom, both autoed, I still like the imagery of the Transcendent and the fully auto cards. And if you have any of those available, please let me know. I'd be happy to work out a, some kind of trade cash deal. I do want to have one of those one day. But I'm just very excited for the future overall of my PC and of this other life stuff that I just can't quite talk about yet. And when I sold this card, I really had an epiphany about my collection that I kind of teased on the last episode of this podcast. And that is, why do we own certain cards? I can only speak for myself on the cards I own. 
So, you know, let's just take a Hogan PMG. I own that because I love it. It's not to impress people. And I've spoken about how grateful I am for all the relationships that I made in the hobby and how grateful I am that anyone cares about anything I have to say in the videos of this podcast. But outside of that, I don't care what anybody thinks about how I collect or what I collect. And then I say to myself, okay, my connection with some of these ancillary PC items, are they really that strong? And if the answer is no, sure, I like the card. They're cool. It's rare. Maybe it's scarce. Maybe it's valuable. Maybe it's not. But some of them maybe just don't hit me the same way that they used to. And some of them are actually are pretty iconic cards in the hobby. And then on the flip side, I'm finding myself weirdly having connections with random things that mean more to me. That aren't as important in the hobby. And it might not be as rare. And it might not be as valuable or iconic. But then other times I have connections with collectibles that have no value at all to really anyone other than me. And that's the kind of stuff that I'm continually seeing myself stashing away that is not for sale. Have any of you been thinking or going through this process with your collection as well? I'd love to hear your feedback. Reach out to me on social media, send me an email, however you want to reach out to me. And, and you can find links to all that stuff in the show notes again. And let me know, are you also walking through this process of selling stuff, uh, reevaluating your PC? As Brett McGrath from the Stacking Slabs podcast says, being the CEO of your PC. That's what I'm talking about right here and just kind of constantly evaluating things and what actually is important to you from the level that you connect with something as opposed to what people say you should own or what is valuable or what is rare. Make sure to check out the links in the show notes, all the other ways you can help show your support for this content. The YouTube channel, if you want to go watch the video I did on this card I spoke about today, Patreon, my eBay store, and much more. I greatly appreciate you listening to this today. If this episode brought you some value, hit that subscribe button, leave me a review, and tell a friend about this show. Spread the word. And until next time, keep collecting, keep curating, keep having fun. We'll see you.